everybody, and welcome back to Not Qualified, episode four. four. Yeah, episode four. This week we are not qualified to talk about. Uh, we don't know yet. Um, whatever the title says, you'll know. We don't. Um, but we haven't done an episode in a few months. Um, and now that we both have COVID, we figure it's time to do it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right on. COVID sucks. Yeah, it sucks. I'm on day 10 of quarantine. Monday 8. Nice. Almost done. Almost done. We're getting there. Well, um, we've seen quite a few movies since the last episode, so why don't we go ahead and rattle off a few, rank them in our 1 to 100 ranking, see where they fall, and go from there. I'll start. Yeah. I saw Zodiac for the first time, David Fincher. Uh, what year was that? 2010? Eight? Eight? Seven. I think it was seven. I don't know. Saw Zodiac for the first time, and it was amazing. I, I had no idea what to expect going in. That was a great movie. That movie rocks. The only David Fincher movie I had seen so far before that was The Social Network. Did Fincher so. also make Fight Club? Yes. So I'd seen Fight Club as well. <laughs> Good movie. Yeah. But anyway, I, where I'd rank that, one, one being my, my almost famous... 100 being Hotel Transylvania 2. Um, I think I'd probably put it in the 20s somewhere. Yeah, that's probably where I'd put it. Yeah. I like that movie a lot. It's a long movie. Uh, finally watched Ocean's Eleven. Oh, wait. So, wait. When you said you watched the Ocean's trilogy, it was for the first time? Yeah, I hadn't watched oh, it. Oh, frick. Yeah. I would have talked to you about it more. I'm glad we saved it for this then. <laughs> yeah, it was really freaking good. Wasn't it good? Loved I had it. not seen the others. I've only seen the Ocean's yeah. Eleven. They're also... they're. They're also good. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> Dang, I didn't realize you hadn't seen Ocean's Eleven. What'd you think? Uh, I really enjoyed it. I, okay, so between one being Spider-Man, 2002, yeah. and 100 being Serenity with Matthew McConaughey. With, not, not the... No. No, no not, not the Firefly Not Firefly movie. Okay. movie. Wait, yeah. Matthew McConaughey, that Serenity is the worst movie you've I ever seen? I can't stop thinking about how bad it was. <laughs> I really thought, like, oh, it's Delta Farce. Yeah. That's at least, like, laughably bad. Like, I can watch it and go, this is so... It makes me cringe. Yeah. I like cringe stuff. It makes me kind of laugh at just how bad it is. I hate Serenity. I really do. I want people <sighs> to watch it to share the hatred. Not for... Yeah, mm. But I also don't want people to watch it because whoever made that movie deserves punishment. Oh my god! Physical, public. Let's see punishment. who made it. Hold on, Serenity. God, that movie sucks. Anyways, Matthew McConaughey. It would go. Ocean's Eleven would probably go somewhere around. I'd probably put it around eighteen, somewhere. Nice. It, was a, it was a fun it's movie. A solid, it was, it's really fun. It's the best heist movie. Yeah, it was so much fun. Yeah, I really enjoyed watching that. And it actually surprised me. Yeah, every time I'd be like. I'd be like, how'd they do that? Yeah, they. I would be like, oh, of course they, that was part of it. Yeah. Of course that was, yeah. yeah. Every, like, ten minutes. Yeah. Oh, like, oh, of course. I love that movie. Yeah. All around. Just great cinema. So, uh, surprisingly, Serenity is a, had a writer-director. Usually when somebody writes and directs it, it's because it's like a passion project of theirs, you know? And it's like, at least ends up being unique. Yeah, well, they need to quit. Wait, Cillian Murphy was in that? And Tom Hardy? Yeah. Is this Inception? Wait, no. What? Oh, sorry, that's on the people's, people also search for. <laughs> I don't know why. All right. God, the movie 
Stephen Knight is actually a knight. The guy that directed Serenity. What he's, else has he done? CBE. Um, that's what I'm trying to figure out. Peaky he, Blinders. He did Peaky Blinders. I don't know if he directed it. I just it's on his I list. I wonder if he directed a few episodes. Yeah, he created. No, he, created he created Peaky Blinders. Pe- yeah, what is Peaky Blinders? It's like a Victorian like, gang drama with Cillian Murphy. Interesting. Also, Locke, the movie from 2013 with Tom Hardy. So that's why people also search for Tom Hardy. You know what? As much as I want to see Peaky Blinders, I've been interested in it for a little while. Um, I'd be okay with it being destroyed if everyone knew Serenity was the worst movie and Stephen Knight was put out of business. Wow. I hate that movie. <laughs> I guess I need to watch it. It's the most retarded movie. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Probably not supposed to use that. <laughs> oh, the big man's going to get you. Um, well, nice. We can erase that and we can erase Serenity from existence. Okay. Um, other movies I saw, seen, I have seen, I have seen recently are... The first half of Seven Samurai. <laughs> it was great. The first half of The Lighthouse we watched. We wa- Oh. We did watch the first half of The Lighthouse. Which has been good. There are we going to finish The Lighthouse? Or... <laughs> Pun intended. No. I I enjoy watching it. It's just there's too many. It has a culture of self love. Yeah, there you go. What an elegant way. Anyway, moving on. I saw freaking. I rewatched when Harry met Sally. Really good movie. It moved up my list. It's now my favorite rom com. It passed 500 Days of Summer. And when Harry met Sally is although I don't even know if you count when Harry, when Five Hundred Days of Summer as a rom com since they don't spoiler end up together but <laughs> it's still about romance and comedy so yeah. I I put it there but anyway when Harry met Sally is better yes and um, it's the quintessential rom com yeah do you ever get the words quintessential and penultimate mixed up I don't think I've ever used penultimate it means next to last so I haven't either. Anyway, um, I watched. What else? I'm trying to look at this list and um, see things I we haven't talked about. Um, I finished. Well, this was months ago, so but we just haven't talked about it. I finished Breaking Bad. Okay, which I still haven't. Right. So, uh, if we're gonna talk about TV shows at all, um, we're gonna have to do a whole episode on Breaking Bad. But uh. Give me time to finish it. I think Breaking Bad is probably the greatest TV show of all time, and I'm I'm cla- I'm I'm uh, uh, not greatest. Sorry, best. I'm distinguishing between greatest, best, and favorite. It's not my favorite. Yeah, it's in the top five for sure, and I don't think it's the greatest just because it's not old enough to have had the influence. But I do think it is the best TV show of all time as far as quality goes. Yeah. Um, and anyway. I watched El Camino afterward, which El Camino, um, it wraps up Jesse's story nicely. That's all I'll say for you. And I don't want to spoil Breaking Bad. So yeah, it just wraps up Jesse's story. Um, but it definitely wasn't as good 
as the show. It definitely felt like a Netflix original. I mean, it was, but that, it felt like it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, uh, I don't know. Breaking Bad was shot on 35mm film, and so it was very cinematic as a show. Okay, but so I'm pretty sure a lot of longevity. Yes, but I'm pretty sure El Camino was shot digitally. At least it looked like it was, and I felt like I was watching a Netflix movie. You know how yeah, you can they tell, have like that the, feel. they have that digital feel, the digital like, feel, color and palette. the weird gray yeah. color palette. It's over, just dark, it's kind of gray. Yeah. Not yeah, it's not even bleak. Like they're no, not like it's un- not bleak. desaturating. No, it's just, it's just gray. gray. Yeah, it's a it's hard like, to explain, but that's what the movie yeah. felt like. And so I wasn't a fan of that, but. It was also very slow, and I watched it on <coughs> Sunday afternoon, so it just kind of ruined my day. Um, but it was good. It was good. Um, we both watched Jojo Rabbit. And, yes. Yes. And Invisible Man. Yes. Okay. You talk about Invisible Man since I had already seen it. You watched it this week. Okay. Um, I really enjoyed the movie. I didn't watch the original movie when it came out. Yeah, yeah. in like the freaking 1810s. Yeah. <laughs> Just kidding, 50s. Yeah, we have or Instagram whatever. now. Um, yeah. Old man. We. I did really enjoy it. Yeah. Uh, it had featured a song from my favorite band, Mad Props. Yeah, but you couldn't hear it though. I heard it. I was listening but for I've it the whole also, time. I never heard it. <laughs> I've been conditioned to never not hear them. That's so. a good way to put it. Yeah. The dip, shout out! Shout out to the dip. State line is a hundred um, miles. Really enjoyed the movie. Spoiler alert: um, Turns out the both brothers were in on it, which I knew from the beginning. I called as soon as the brother showed up. Oh yeah, you can read him. Easy. I was and like, "Whoa, this dude's There's no there's, way he's, he's so not associated. Like, there's no way they're not doing yep. this together. Yeah. Oh, just sign here. Yeah. Anyway, so I love The Invisible Man, yeah. and I think part of the reason I loved it so much is because I was not expecting it to be good. Yeah. I was blown away by most horror movies in general mm. are bad, yeah. especially horror movies now. And I horror, yeah. horror is like my favorite genre. I love horror movies, but you have to shift sift through a whole lot of crap to find the gems. I mean, yeah. there's really bad ones. Um, and I was expecting it to just be crappy, cheap, jump scare fest. Yeah. It was very well done. Very well done. I really liked um, it. Especially for a hundred-year-old premise that it's based <laughs> yeah. on. Yeah. Like they put a, a nice modern spin on it. Yeah. Uh, I'd probably put it somewhere around thirty-five. It, it was, I think the thirties is a good place for it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Jojo Rabbit. Jojo Rabbit. Uh, yes, I rewatched it. So recently, I'd seen it. I re I watched it again, um, and you watched it recently. Uh, I loved that movie. Yeah. I didn't watch it last year when it came out and when there was all the hype about it and it was nominated for Oscars. Yeah. I didn't watch it then. Um, and I didn't know much about it except Hitler, Imaginary Friend. Yeah. Um, but that movie was really good. Like, yeah. I don't know how to describe it. It was able to blend genres really well and yeah. be gut-wrenching and also hilarious at the same time. Yeah, Taika Waititi did a very I, excellent Spoiler movie. alert for that movie as well. So click away. Hitler kills himself. <laughs> Dang it! Um, no spoiler: alert, the the mom dies and she's hung in the public square, and I did not expect that. I did neither. So I don't know if you noticed this. Actually, um, I noticed it on a rewatch, and it made it so sad. Is the movie goes to a whole lot of effort to show you Scarlett Johansson's shoes? Yeah. Over like constantly, mm-hmm. burn them into your brain so that when he runs into them hanging, you from, notice the shoes. You, and that's all you and see. You're like, yeah, oh, and you're like, oh no. Um, 
yeah, just like so many scenes of uh, where, where the frame they have her feet framed along with his face. You know, like yeah. she's standing up on the ledge dancing while he's down below. Stuff like that they do. Anyway, um, that was a great movie. That movie was excellent. Perfect ending as well. Yeah. Where they dance. <laughs> yeah. Like the first thing you're going to do is dance and then they just dance yeah. in the street. I love it. It was somehow the most ridiculous yeah. movie as far as premise goes. Just like a young boy being seduced by nationalism and Nazi Germany. And his mom's hiding a Jew in his the His mom's hiding a Jew in I the lo- Also, one thing that I really did love um, that caught my attention right away about that movie is how it opens up comparing Hitler to the Beatles. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, it's playing, I yeah. want to hold your hand, and it's like and it's, girls it's, screaming and crying as yeah. Hitler comes to town. But it's, it's shot the way Beatles... Uh, yeah. footage was shot in the 60s and it's like that obvious comparison of that populism I'm like yeah. that's so that's so genius I love that the movie's brilliant yeah it's really good and not only was it hilarious and very well written it was also very heart-wrenching yeah to watch depressing like it actually I'm a baby when it comes to movies I cry in every movie I've gotten so much worse <laughs> since I've graduated high school yeah I was saying, God, that movie made. The there story. are some. There's certain. There are like twelve moments in film history. I said this the other day. Twelve moments yeah. in film history that will always make me cry, always without exception. One of them is Sam saying to Frodo, "I can't carry it for you, but I can carry you." And the other eleven are in Force Awakens. It's <laughs> 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 the Star yeah. Wars sequels. Um, but I will cry in basically any movie. Uh, except ones that intentionally want to make you cry. We watched, what's it called? Oh. Five Feet Apart. Yeah. And uh, it wasn't, I will say, it's not, wasn't as bad as I thought. No. It was not just, it wasn't cringy like I thought it was going to be. No, it was well uh, acted. It, like was it, well was, done, it was well it was done. It was well acted. It was just depressing. Just existentially yeah. sad. It was so bleak. It was such a bleak. And movie. there was no solution. Because you know that yeah. even if these characters get a happy ending, they will die within five years. Yeah. It's just... Don't watch it unless you just want to die inside. But it's um, it's just about people with cystic fibrosis falling in love. And that's all you need to know. It's just depressing. It's <laughs> so depressing. Um, it ends but, depressingly. Yeah, because there's no other way you can end it. <laughs> hey, I love you. Oh, we, we, but, I'm miraculously the first person cured. You can't have a happy ending. Yeah. I love you, but you have new lungs. I gotta go. The end. Mm-hmm. Credits. We're both gonna die song. in our twenties. Yep. Had some good music though. There's actually several times I like I would click whatever music. song was playing. The song was playing, and I was like, "Man, I dig this song." And it was from a band I already knew. I was like, "Okay, right on." Props. You know the uh, that movie was um, very sad, but I didn't cry. No. And I just, see that's what it is. It's like when movies are trying to be sad or, or they're intentionally sad, I won't cry. However, we also watched that thing you do a couple days yes. ago, and I did cry in that movie. Yes, <laughs> yeah. was that not a good movie? It's such a good movie. Yeah, and I feel like, is he has Tom Hanks ever directed anything else? Because he did know. a great job. It was a really good movie. That was a very. I mean, I'd seen movie. it before, twice yes. before. That was the third time I'd seen it. Um, but that's one of my favorite movies. Uh, yeah, just all around great. Yes. Shout out to my boy Mike Viola. Gang, gang. What else have we seen? We watched... Oh, wait. Rank those last couple. Rank Jojo Rabbit. Jojo Rabbit. Probably 15. Really? 14. 14 14-ish. 
I think I'd put it in the teens. Like it's, I'll give it a 17. It's an excellent movie. And for those reminders, uh, we have seen more than 100 movies. So yes. just because something is ranked at 17 doesn't mean it's the 17th best movie we've ever seen. Because it could be tied with a lot of other things for 17. Yes. So just keep that in mind. Yeah. All right. I would put mine at 17. And then for uh, that thing you do, I would probably put it 12. I I have that I have a strong attachment to it. I'd probably put that around twenty one. Nice. Maybe nineteen. Nice. <clears throat> um I don't know if I've seen many other movies. I have since. I've seen let me look at my list here. I I've seen Did we talk about Onward? We did not. Okay, we, we watched, watched Onward that. together. Yeah. I enjoyed it. It was good. It wasn't the best Pixar movie ever. No. But it was solid. I don't think I've ever seen a Pixar movie I hated other than Cars 2. I haven't watched Cars 2 or 3. Don't. Cars, well, no, yeah, I listen, Cars, Cars 1 <laughs> was already a mediocre Pixar movie. Yeah, it's a good movie. Yeah. It was yeah, a mediocre, mediocre Pixar, Pixar movie. movie. It, was, yeah. it wasn't my favorite. It definitely didn't need a sequel. Yeah. And yet it got more sequels than any other Pixar movie, except for Toy Story. You're right. It actually got the same amount if you count Planes. Well, there's a second Planes as well. Is there? (laughs) Well, then it's their biggest franchise. Congratulations. It probably sells the most toys, to be fair. Although that doesn't make sense. Toy Story should sell the most toys. But I know it doesn't. Because we live in a bleak world. (laughs) Speaking of Pixar, we rewatched Monsters, Inc. I did. Yes. And you did, right? Yeah. Yeah, we did that together. Yes. Yes. That's right. And it moved up my ranking of Pixar. I really did. I really do love that movie. My ranking now goes up is number one. Mm. Toy Story is number two, the original, and then Monsters Inc. is number three. Those are my top three Pixar movies, um, and I think if I could only save three movies, it would be those. I mean, it, of, of Pixar's catalog, okay. not not all movies. No, although if I could only save one, uh, I will say Up is my favorite Pixar movie. But if mm-hmm. I could only save one, it would be Toy Story. Yeah. Like, if the world was on fire and we were evacuating to Mars and they were like, grab your Blu-ray, I would grab Toy Story before I grabbed up. Because I think it has a wider appeal. Although, yeah. I don't know if we would, if on the new Mars Earth, we would have toys and it would be as relatable. Once we rebuilt society. You mean whenever we move into spaceships? However, everyone would understand Wally. up. Because we would have gone up in a spaceship. Although, Wally would probably be more fitting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, Monsters Inc. was very, very good. Oh, do I have to rank that now? I guess so. I don't know where to put Pixar movies, though. I don't either. Am I going to cram all 20 of them into the top 10? <laughs> yeah, I don't It doesn't know. make sense. Um, Did I like it better than that thing you do? Yes. Yeah. So I'll have to put Monsters Inc. at number 9. Which probably, is going to leave a, not a lot of room for everything else. I'll put Monsters, Inc. somewhere around 15. I'll say 15. Uh, my favorite Pixar movie, which I also rewatched, was The Incredibles. And I don't think I've seen it completely in many years. It used to be my favorite growing up. It's like my favorite animated yeah. movie. It still is. I love it more now than I did when I was a kid. The Incredibles? Yeah. How do you feel about The Incredibles 2? I respect it. Not as good, but it's still a darn yeah. good movie. It's way feel. better than Monsters University was. 
I watched like Monsters University for the first time, actually. Which is a good movie. It was really good, yeah. But, but I agree. Incredibles 2 is better. Incredibles 2 also... Um, yeah, it was just good. It was I, a good movie. I think it's as good as they could have done, given Ma- the time a gap, making a sequel. And, yeah. uh, which, I mean, that's as, the best they could have done. So, I really enjoyed it. Incredibles? Like, six... Up is probably number four for me. Not not num- you know not yeah. number four of all time. Before, by the way, the idea with this list is, I think eventually, supposedly, we will compile a list. Like we will actually have a list of every movie we've ever seen in the order of how much we like them, and they will be on the website, which right now is just housed at zeffoster.com, z-e-f-f-o-s-t-e-r.com. <laughs> um, and I think the idea is eventually. We will have our lists posted publicly, and they will change as we reorder them. And if we see a new movie, we'll insert it where it belongs kind of thing. Yeah, That was my idea when I had... That's why the numbers don't correspond to anything other than an order. Yeah, But we don't have that yet. So right now, we're just kind of spitballing numbers. Yeah, not yet. Um, yeah. I'm going <clears> to... <throat> do you have more movies you want to talk about? Um... I don't think so that I can think of. Um, no. <laughs> I'm going to transition back to TV shows. Okay. I've got some TV shows to talk about. Because yeah, I, I watched with my roommate seasons one through three of Fargo, which I really enjoyed. If you like the movie with its premise, oh, William H. Macy commits a crime, tries to cover it up, the movie is spent, These is following these police trying to uncover the crime and who's guilty as well as a bunch of other threads going on in the movie uh, it's exactly what the show is season by season it's an anthology series each season follows a different story but they're all interconnected it's a really good series I really enjoy it highly recommend it if you like you know if you like the movie if you like crime shows um, do we rate the TV shows? sure why not? Mm, I'd give 28. It's, it's solid. It's really nice. solid. Um, oh. Clone Wars. I'm only halfway through. I don't care who this upsets. The movie, the intro movie, sucked. Season 1 is okay. Season 2, a little bit better. The first half of Season 3 was noticeably better in writing. But until you got... To the witch sister people of Dathomir. And in the following arc, three episodes later, about the overlords and Mortis. That was the first good few episodes. And it's back to crap. It's back to crap now after that? Yeah, like it's not crap. Like it's still decently written. I'm just like, you hit such a good stride of six straight episodes of me going, holy crap, this is neat. To, I don't care what happens with underwater fish politics. Really? We're going to move to that when we just had a force planet? God. People <laughs> give this show too much credit. <laughs> I'm sure it gets better. But Star Wars Cowboy Man. What? Oh, Fioni? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm really liking it. The reason I started watching it now is because I was part partway through The Mandalorian Season 2. But I know Ahsoka Tano shows up. In season two, live yeah, action. I've had so many things spoiled for me, uh, and I've been about avoiding everything. Mandalorian, 
because Online, I see it on Facebook. Yeah. I know Ahsoka shows up, and then can I say the other person that shows up? Did you hear about it yet? I did not. Should I say it or not? Why not? I don't care. I don't want to spoil it for you if you're watching it. I, I just got it spoiled for me in memes. Apparently, in the newest episode, Boba Fett shows up. I kind of expected. Okay. They've been hinting at I've it. I've only watched episode one of The Mandalorian, and I haven't continued because there's too many things to watch. Um, They kind of hinted at it in season one. And then they hinted at it again, episode one. Yeah. And then they very explicitly hinted at it at the very end of episode one of season two. That's what I meant by episode one. Um, Yeah, and I know the show gets better. I know Clone Wars gets better because uh, so many reviews of personnel people I know have talked about how good the show is. And there's a specific arc I'm looking for at the end of season four when Maul shows back up. Because I know what happens and I'm really pumped to see that happen. Mm-hmm. I also just want to see the show to the end. My other roommate, glowing reviews of this show, gives it so much praise, especially for the last few episodes of the series in season seven. And he actually, this is Noah, yeah. was saying that he, I mean, he loves it almost as much as his love for the original trilogy, which uh, that's an incredible that's a really high mark standard. of praise. Yeah. Which now I'm like, okay, well, I got to finish the show. So yeah, I'm on. I mean, at the speed I'm going, I'll be done in next week. But um, yeah, it's all right so far. But okay. speaking of TV, um, I've also been watching a lot of TV, and I actually we should talk about TV for the rest of this episode because I'm okay with that. The other day, I was going, I was looking up just lists of greatest TV shows of all time, and I got so nostalgic. I did not realize how many TV shows I have seen. Like it, I have consumed an insane amount of TV in my life in my lifetime. Yeah. Um, and I got so nostalgic just thinking about all these shows that I love so much. But we'll go there in a second. So right now I'm watching Twin Peaks because it's one of those supposedly one of the greatest of all time, and I've never seen it. Seems like it'd be up my alley. Um, yeah, you just showed me a clip. Yeah. So where I just started season two, um, I love the show. It was a slow start. Especially because the opening episodes are an hour and a half long for each season. So, like, the first episode's a full movie. Um, but it moves slower than a movie because it's just giving you the exposition of the story. Yeah. Anyway, so it's slow to get into. Um, but season one's only eight episodes, and I blew through it. And I love I love it. It's great. It's a weird blend of genres. It's You can't tell if it's supposed to be noir or thriller or humor, comedy mm-hmm. or what you don't know. It's always weird. And then there's a heavy dose of surrealism thrown in. And I still have no idea where the show's going, but I love it. So, um, I was just telling you that I did not expect the show. That I thought it was a straightforward murder mystery show. I did not expect it to be so surreal and have weak, like visions and weird supernatural stuff that happens. Um, so, I really have no idea where the show's going. But, uh, I like it. You have also watched Airbender for the first time. Yes, I finished Avatar The Last Airbender, and that was great. One of the best. It's funny, because I've actually seen so many animated shows (laughs) in my life that I can't even say it's one of the best animated shows, even though it is. Because every animated show I've watched... This is the thing about TV shows, actually. I was thinking about this. Um, There are no... I've never seen a TV show that I don't recommend. Yeah. Because the nature of TV is... It's a long time commitment. So if you're going to finish a TV show, then yeah. it's you that proves it's worth. Yeah, yeah. You are you're personally and invested. So you're nev- you've not you have never seen any shows you hate all the way through. You've not. 
Although we did watch the first and last episode of Dawson's Creek. (laughs) (laughs) God. But anyway, the point is like, I was, there's just, if you finish a show, it must be good. Um, And so that's how I feel about a lot of these shows. But um, Airbender was really amazing. I love the world. I love the setting. um, I love the whole story arc through and through. And I'm starting Korra now. So Mm. that's definitely up there. I love those shows. Yeah, they're good. Uh, Avatar would probably put somewhere around 10. Right. Yeah. Well, if we're going... Because uh, it's one of my favorite TV shows ever. Yeah. Like, probably tied with Futurama. Like, it's... I really do enjoy it. Should we do a separate list for TV? Or should we just lump every piece of media together? <laughs> that's what I was thinking. I don't know. Actually, I that's just, more... I feel like that's more funny. Yeah. It, <laughs> All your favorite things. Just your favorite things in a list. It'll it'll accentuate the fact yeah. that we're not qualified to do this at all. <laughs> yeah, all right, that's... There you go. Everything is... Go. If we talk about music, albums go on the same list as TV shows. Hold on. Wait. Before we move on to the next thing. Okay. Speaking of our namesake. Yeah. Did you know there's another podcast called Not Qualified? Is there really? I thought we looked, though. There's not, one called... No, it's, it showed up after we did. Oh, so we were first? Yeah, we were first. Heck yeah. Not Qualified with Mackenzie and Adrian. Shout out to you guys. Hey, if Pick you guys... a different name. Yeah. <laughs> we have some name suggestions that we almost picked. Um, <laughs> so if you need some of those, we'll be happy to give them to you. Actually, if you guys want to be on our show... Oh, like, that'd be fun. That'd be fun. We could do a crossover. Yeah, I fit. Hold on. Not me... not qualified. Qualified. Yeah, <laughs> we'll be on your show. You be on ours. Yeah. Here's here's their description on this podcast. Mackenzie and Adrian will explore the depths of meaningful conversation and dive into. You know, I thought I could write it, but yeah, it definitely still sounds wrong. We'll be discussing whatever we want, going from food all the way to current YouTube drama. It's fun and stupid. You gotta love us. But one thing is for sure, we're definitely not qualified. Okay, yeah. Okay, so the, we're, ours is definitely <laughs> a lot more focused than theirs. Yeah. Ours is like specifically movies and yeah. shows and stuff. Which So suck it, which McKenzie are, and Which Adrian. are things, if you're going to give honest critique about, if you're going to have a respectable opinion about, you should be qualified for. Don't tell me what I should be. But we're not. You don't tell me what I am. You're not qualified. That's right. <laughs> this is where our sponsor would go if we had one. Um, if anyone, <laughs> all right. So on NordVPN, NordVPN, please. I'm begging you. All right. This uh, anyway, is not... shout out to you girls. Um, yeah, yeah. So I was on IGN.com yeah. as I as you do as you do. You know, ten out of ten on everything. Um, and IGN has a list of top 100 TV shows of all time, and it made me so nostalgic reading through and just thinking, "Whoa, I've seen that show. I've seen yeah. that show." Even shows I didn't like as much that it wouldn't be in my top ten list. I'm like, man, I stuck it out and finished it because it was good enough. Yeah. So one, number one hundred is Beavis and Butthead. <coughs> I have never seen it, but I do love Mike, yeah. Mike Judge. Judge. Um, so there's that. All right, I'm gonna skip up a little. Ninety eight is Avatar: The Last Airbender. It should be higher. Yeah. But we've already talked about Avatar. So yeah. Happy Days, Will and Grace, Justified, Golden Girls, Frasier is it? Frasier is so good. I really do love. Frasier. I haven't seen it. But I know it's good from what I hear. Okay, skipping a few, skipping a few. Rick and Morty, 100. Alias, uh, Downton Abbey, Hannibal, ER. Uh, we're skipping a lot. Survivor, oof. House of Cards, that was pretty good. I've watched a couple seasons. And then the whole Kevin Spacey thing happened, and I was like, yeah, I don't want to watch this anymore. Andy Griffith Show, Honeymooners. All right. Eight, uh, 68 Muppet Show. 
Uh, okay. Six, number 64 is where they have The Office. How do you feel about that? What? what? The Office is at number 64. I Okay, so when it comes to The Office, I do enjoy the show a lot. And if it's on, I'll watch it. It's mm-hmm. funny. I really do actually enjoy the show quite a, quite a lot. Uh, and as far as being as influential and as popular as it is, I think its place in history is well-deserved. I do think yeah. it's probably one of the funniest shows to have ever existed. However, I'm so sick of hearing about it. Yeah, we have a Rick and Morty situation. Red alert. Yes. So what it is, is I agree. I think The Office is probably the funniest show ever written. I, I wouldn't say it's the best sitcom. Yeah. I Well, hold on. Let me put this. Funniest in a sense of most funny and wide appealing. Yeah. Um, I think The Office is probably the third best sitcom of all time. I And... And I think it well deserves the spot of like most successful. Other than like Seinfeld, it's probably just the best. Yeah. Um, and I love it. I've seen it. I'm one of those people who's seen it nine, ten times. But you're absolutely right when you say the problem is everybody our age building their personalities around this show. Yeah. And it, what's funny is because they're building their personalities around something that everyone else already has as a part of their personality. Like it's that ubiquitous. It's that yeah. wide reaching. That it is literally the tamest thing you can possibly claim to. If you, you know, yeah. it's like saying I love pizza. Yeah. You know, everybody loves pizza. It's That's just not interesting it's kind of to like say about the yourself. The bare it's a minimum given. at this point. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Right above that, at sixty-three, is always sunny in Philadelphia. Yeah, I love that show. Yep. Um, okay, we've got a few others. Fargo is at fifty-five. Okay. Better Call Saul, Doctor Who, um, The Office UK. Okay, Star Trek Deep Space Nine. That's interesting. <laughs> uh, that's at 49. Does that mean that every other Star Trek series is above it? Watch it. Watch none of the other ones. That would be interesting. If Deep Space Nine was the only one that made it? I love Star Trek. My name is from Star Trek. I've never seen Deep Space Nine. In fact, I've only seen the original series, and I'm on season two of Next Generation. So, I have a long ways to go. I do love Star Trek with every fiber of my being. It's just such a big time. Surely, the, the, both of those, Next Generation and the original. It's got to be. I'm sure Next Generation is probably in the top ten, honestly. That's that widely acclaimed of yeah. a show, you know. MASH, Mystery Science Theater, The Late Show. I don't think late, late night talk shows should count. Batman, the animated series, Mr. Rogers. Monty Python is at 38. Great show. Yeah. X-Files is at 37. I've never watched the X-Files. Oh, Next Generation is at 36. All right. Hey, 34 is Twin Peaks. That's all I have to say about it. I was going to say this earlier regarding ER. There's a fun fact about Michael Crichton. Okay. Because uh, he wrote ER. Or he created ER. He did? Yeah. Um, Michael Crichton? <laughs> yeah. Doesn't he make spy novels? He made Jurassic Park. Oh, that's Michael Crichton. Who am I thinking? Tom, Tom Clancy. Clancy. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, can you imagine Tom Clancy's ER? <laughs> oh, you mean Mash? <laughs> <laughs> Just yeah. the less happy Mash. Uh, he had a novel, Disclosure, a television show, ER, um, and Jurassic Park, the movie, all in their own respective categories, hit number one in the same year. 1993? 94. Oh, wow. Like, he dominated that year. Bro, you know how depressed he must have been in 1995? (laughs) (laughs) 
All right, number 33 is Futurama. It deserves to be like number two. <coughs> oh, I love that movie. It needs to be way that, over. Okay, I don't that think show that show is, gets enough credit. No, no. Um, it's one of the... It's a, No, I'll say this. It's the only show in history. There are shows I like more. Yeah. It's the only one that has been canceled and rebooted and been just as good Yeah. after the reboot as it was before. Um, with Whenever people look at The Office and they, like, they don't stop watching The Office ever... I get that. Like, I like The Office. I've seen it once. Sue me. I enjoyed it <laughs> a lot. <laughs> but I do understand that nonstop watching. Because I'm probably on my, I don't know, 13th rewatch of Futurama. Yeah. Love that, that show. Good. Yep. Number 32. Somehow ranked above Futurama is Friends. Move that crap down. Uh, yeah. Garbage. Um, 30 Rock, Buffy the Vampire Slayer, Cheers. Um, the Daily Show with John Stewart is at twenty five. That's stupid. That's so stupid. Okay, above that is the Tonight Show with Johnny Carson. Okay, hey, this I'm glad they put this this high. Wait, what? Uh, twenty two is Faulty Towers. I love Faulty wow. Towers. I think that's, I think Faulty Towers, um, and um, Arrested Development are the two most funny British and American sitcoms, respectively, ever created. I, I, those are my top sitcoms ever. Nothing makes me laugh more than Faulty Towers and uh, Arrested Development. I love those shows. Above that is the Larry Sanders show for some reason. Sesame Street, Chappelle Show, oh, <laughs> Chappelle Show, so Battlestar good. Galactica, The Cosby Show, South Park, Parks and Rec, Arrest. Why is Parks and Rec above The Office? That's so stupid. Yeah, I like Parks and Rec, but there's no. This is stupid. IGN, you're stupid. Did I say stupid enough times? Stupid. 14 is Arrested Development. All in the Family. Saturday Night Live. Game of Thrones. All right. Now we're getting the top 10. Seinfeld. I think yeah. that's when I say the distinct between, distinctive between greatest, best, and favorite. Seinfeld is the greatest show ever made. Yeah. As far as quality paired with influence, I think it deserves its spot. Yeah. Above that is The Simpsons. Number eight is Lost. That's interesting. I didn't I, expect that. I, w- I that put Lost in my top ten. I love Lost, and I'm one of those diehard defender of the endings. Yeah. I, I love the ending of Lost, and I think if you didn't like it, you didn't understand it, and you're dumb. Okay, spoiler alert. They were not dead the whole time. If you think they were dead the whole time, you missed the entire point, and you're dumb. All right, moving on. <laughs> <laughs> Mad Men. I love Lucy. Star Trek, number five. There we go. There we go. Breaking Bad is number four. Um... Um, Twilight Zone is number three. That is my favorite show of all time. Yeah. So in the top ten, we have what I think is my favorite show of all time, Twilight Zone. What I think is the best show of all time, Breaking Bad, <laughs> and what greatest. I think is the greatest, which is Seinfeld. Yeah. Um, above that is at number two is The Sopranos, and number one is The Wire, which is unexpected. I really didn't see that coming. Nope. Just I would. Like I, I could. Johnny didn't see The Wire coming. I haven't seen The Wire. I don't. <laughs> yeah. Um. I could have seen The Sopranos coming at number one. Like, I hear about The Sopranos all the time. Like, it's like HBO's like magnum opus. Like, it's their show. Like yeah. It's, and I've heard it's incredible. I hear, I know I need to see it. Still haven't. But I could have seen that. Not The Wire. I'm really shocked. Yeah. I don't even know anybody that watches The Wire. Me neither. I heard about it through Psych. Yeah, I hear like about I heard it referenced other on other TV media. shows. Yeah. yeah. It's weird. Speaking of Psych, I love Psych. 
That's on one of my top ten shows. Was that on there? Nope. Um, a lot of shows weren't on there. I, I read a bunch of different lists the other night. I can't remember which one it was that made me nostalgic because it definitely wasn't that one. Um, but when I think of other shows, just I've seen so many shows. How I Met Your Mother. Yeah. I, I don't even know. Like it was not even that great, but I liked it enough to watch it, and I get nostalgic thinking about it. Stargate SG One um, makes me nostalgic to think about. Uh, what are other shows I've seen? Like, there's just so many that I've invested time into. White Collar. White Collar. That's a great show, man. I love that show. Monk. Um, a lot of those USA shows. Okay, now I'm on Empire Online's list. Um, I'm going to just go to the top so we don't have to go through this whole process again. Um, all the way to number one. Okay, number one is Breaking Bad, as it should be. Okay. That's where that belongs. Number two is Game of Thrones. Okay, no. And he, listen, we've talked about this, how it's interesting that Game yeah. of Thrones botched the ending so badly that a year ago, it was a cultural phenomenon that everyone talked about. It was the water cooler show. It was yeah. an integral part of American culture. Everybody everybody watched Game of Thrones. To a, fast forward a year later, it's like it never existed. Yeah. Nobody talks about it. I will say... That's funny that that was brought up this morning. I think it was this morning. I watched a video, and in the video, somebody had commented about... I think it was Cosmonaut. Might have been Cosmonaut's most recent video. I don't remember. Whoever I was watching had said, are we still mad about Game of Thrones? Or something like that. Like, oh, yeah. still, <laughs> there's still people that are like upset about Upset. It. I would and be if I, I invested that much time. Yeah, if you invested 10 seasons or however long it was. Yeah. See, that's how, I bet that's how people felt when Lost ended. Except the problem yeah. was the people who were mad about Lost were wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Rather than the show being wrong. All right. Um, <coughs> number, s- one, number eight is Lost. Number nine, I mean, is Lost again on this show, on this list. Huh. Then the Who, Doctor Who, The Simpsons, Twin Peaks. Twin Peaks is ranking high on these lists. I, I will give as much credit as I'm able to to Lost. I only made it through four seasons, but I watched those four seasons within the span of like four days. So after me taking a break of, okay, I'm going to give myself a day, my brain was like, no, you're not. You're never picking it back up. That was like four years ago, man. I thought you made it to the, like the next to last episode, or was that someone else? That was Heroes. Oh. No, the person who made it to the next to last episode of Lost was Stephen Bigby. Hey, man, I saw you at Subway the other day. Uh, if you're listening to this... <laughs> Uh, we should get together and talk about Lost. You still need to finish it. Yeah, he was on like season six, episode like twenty, whatever, twenty one for a long time. Yeah. I don't know how many episodes there were, but he was like three from the end. Uh, no, I um, Heroes was the greatest one season show. Um, no, I did. I made it yeah. to the second to last episode. Or that was one episode away from finishing the show, and I went, "This is stupid." I hate this. And I quit watching. <laughs> Bro, it was only one season. How could you not finish? Oh, I'm thinking of a different show. Yeah, yeah. you must be. Because yeah, Heroes, Heroes only was one season. And it was perfect. And it was a perfect show. And they, good thing they never made three more seasons and ruined it with terrible writing. I'm glad that never happened. And I'm glad it never had to do with a superhero circus. Yeah, I'm glad <laughs> they never went to Japan. Ancient feudal Japan. Glad that never happened. Yeah. Man, that show. Why? They squandered so much. Season one was amazing. It, it's like actual... Saved a cheerleader, saved a world. Injustice. 
I feel like attacked. I wasn't <laughs> I wasn't focused on it when it was on air. I was too young yeah. to be invested in it. But now like I had since I watched it when I was in high school, I actually felt personally like it personally troubled me. It hurt me. me. Yeah. I was like I can't believe they ruined such a perfect opportunity for a TV show. That's and how they I nailed fe- season that one. That is how I felt when Now You See Me Two came out. <laughs> Okay. okay. Have you seen Now You See Me? Mm, I've seen yes. Now, now you okay. See me. I love Now You See Me. I don't need. Did I watch the second one? Uh, okay. Now oh, You See no. Me is one of those National Treasure movies where it is so fun to watch. I love every second yeah. of it. I love the movie, and it didn't get good reviews because of whatever reason. Who cares? Okay. Sure. It's not your art house cinema. I love it. Okay. Yeah. I love Now You See Me, and actually, I love Now You See Me too. Not as much as the first one, but it's still good. Yeah. What made me so mad that I felt like I had been stabbed in the chest is that they didn't title it Now You Don't. Why'd they call it Now You See Me Too? The whole freaking title is based on a phrase. A famous phrase. That they didn't finish. That they never finished. You know how the phrase goes. Yeah. Now you see, see me. me. Now, now you, you don't. don't. And that you know what they did? They said, Now you see me. Now now you 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 still see me. <laughs> and that's how they ended. You know, it's kind of funny. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny. In the sense, like, if they did it on purpose, then I guess respect. It's yeah. funny. But they didn't. It's just stupid. That's like if the... Oh, my gosh. That's like if there was a series of movies. And the first one was called Ring Around the Rosie. Second movie was called Pocket Full of Posy. Third movie was called Ashes, Ashes. And then the fourth one was called Ring Around the Rosie 4. <laughs> Electric Boogaloo. I, that's what it feels like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Do we have any other TV shows to talk about? I mean, I have a lot of other TV shows I'd like to talk about, but I feel like we should do a part two to this. Yeah. Because there's gonna be it's gonna be too long. Um, I like Chuck. I like Chuck. Um, up until season four. It's not bad after that. It just, it just didn't stick to landing. Yeah. It could have ended on at the season, season three, three finale. They could have ended, they it. Could have ended there and I would have been content with it. Um, but I've learned to love the ending for what it is. Oh, well, we got to talk about Dawson's Creek. Here's the, the, okay. The weird thing about that show we talked about this when we watched it. That it's so bad. Like, it's so unironically and unapologetically bad. Not only... Like, just in every aspect. In every, every metric. meaningful category, yes. It is the worst. It's the worst. But it's so... Like, it's so bad. It's f- hilarious. It is... It is the funniest show I've ever seen unintentionally. Yeah, it's the most dated show. I get knocked down, but I get up again. We watched the first episode, and it was so bad that we skipped to the last episode and watched watched the last episode, the finale, Dawson's Creek. Major spoilers ahead for Dawson's Creek. Yeah. But based on those two episodes, I I am very comfortable saying I think it is the worst show that has ever aired on television. Yeah. Worse than Jersey Shore. Worse than any trashy reality show that's ever been on MTV yeah. worse than every episode of My 600 Pound Life Dawson's Creek is the worst television show ever and I'm glad that Joshua Jackson did Fringe yeah. but if I could erase him from existence and in doing so erase Dawson's Creek I'd give up Fringe I don't need it 
<laughs> so anyway, I hope you're doing well, James Vanderbeek. But anyway, what was the point of this? The point is that the writing is so bad that in the last episode, they killed off a character by introducing a, a, a lung and heart failure disease. They, they gave her some terminal illness in the last episode and killed her in the same episode. And then the last 15 minutes of the show were all the characters reflecting on this character and what they meant, what they meant to them and, and, and all the fun memories they had when they just introduced the sickness like half an hour before. Yeah. Yeah, that show sucks. Easily the worst show. God, that show sucks. But it's funny. Oh, it's hilarious. <laughs> because it's so funny. Like, we didn't stop laughing. No, that entire, entire first, time. that pilot episode, I was laughing nonstop. Oh, it was nonstop. hysterical. God, it's garbage. But it's I funny enough. I don't covet enough. a religious god, Graham Graham. I'm, I'm an, an atheist. atheist. I get knocked down! <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's so uh, funny. It's so funny. It's so unironically bad and funny. It has to go somewhere around 40. Like, it goes from being the worst show ever written... 100 to being so bad it's funny up to 40 yeah if yeah on my greatest and best list it's at the bottom but on favorite list it's at 40 it's at 40 it's that entertaining which is a testament to how funny it is unintentionally it wasn't trying to be I mean it, it was but the parts that were trying to be weren't funny yeah 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 Man, I can't even... That show. Yeah. Any other movies you've seen or things you want to touch on? I feel like we, we'll do a part two where we talk about the rest of our TV shows because there's so many. Yeah, bye. Bye.